Uh, welcome everyone to Senate meeting two. Uh, you know, as a reminder, these are bi-weekly things we do where we just get everyone together. Um, we get all the houses in one place. Everyone shares what they've been working on. Um, and it's a it's a really good way to keep everyone engaged. And and more than anything, it's a way for the houses to understand, uh, hey, what's everyone else been working on, right? Like, um, you know, a lot of times when you're insulated in your own house, you you fail to see all of the spectacular work um, that's going on behind the scenes from, uh, you know, from every individual house. So it's a really, really fun way to get the community together. Um, you know, this week we've got some some special guests uh, joining us again um, from from some Pronia's ID Realistic sharing us some updates on uh, some of our geome intake and and what it's meant to be, uh, you know, buying some of that during the dip. Um, we also have Ignatius uh, from Sempronia um, here as a guest as well. Uh, he leads uh, a lot of our warm app stuff and um, we'll be tossing him some some gaming questions, um, you know, some technical questions so people can, uh, you know, get some more in-depth details into how the gaming side from a technical standpoint works. Um, and why it's able to run so smoothly in the browser. So I think that'll be a, a really fun guest as well. Yeah. Hi. Um, yeah. Give me all your technical questions. I think it would be super fun. Cool. Um, so without further ado, yeah, we shared a tweet, uh, you know, a good 20 minutes before we started uh, the Senate meeting that, that kind of, uh, you know, outlined the future of, of the DAO and kind of as we, um, you know, we've shifted from our initial uh, founding era of Rome, right, where we had uh, you know, super high APYs, and we're just doing the initial distribution of the token. Um, you know, now we're moving um, into the regal era, right, where we've started to um, reduce the APY below 100k percent. Um, and you know, we'll be doing a slow drip over the next seven months. Um, and, and you know, over the course of that next seven months as well, we're very focused on starting to wane off of bond revenue as our primary source uh, of revenue and activity in the DAO. Um, and and we're really really focused on turning towards uh, the gaming side, right? And and doubling down on our strengths, um, which you know uh, I would say the two core strengths of this DAO right now um, are a all of the spectacular talent that we've built around um, gaming and all of the the cool gamify stuff um, that that we're super super stoked to share and get people involved with um, understanding and giving feedback on game mechanics and um, building a, a game economy. Um, but then also be um, the policy side, which is building a sustainable currency that this game can be built on top of. Um, when you look at current gamify and even current gaming, a lot of their economic models kind of fail the sustainability test. Um, they're dependent on the revenue machine staying on at all times, right? If there's um, any loss of interest, uh, some of the tokens can can feel a little bit of a spiral um, versus something like a you know a Rome, which is built on sustainable. Uh, you know, Olympus built models where we're, you know, we're bootstrapping this this currency um, using a, you know, this underlying treasury. So, um, you know, we're super stoked to start going deeper um, into a lot of that and explaining how we wane off of, you know, these revenues, how we um, build this really, really dope game experience. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, without further ado, I, I guess maybe we jump right into kind of the timeframes and what we're thinking about in terms of when we ship um, this game, right? We don't do timelines in this DAO because the community made it very clear um, that that they're not interested in timelines, right? Because then people are like, oh, you're a day late. Where the hell is my product? Um, you know, so as we're building uh, and as we were building battles, right? Everyone's like, when's campaign one start? When's campaign one start? Um, battles, right? Were this, you know, this way to start locking uh, Rome, right? As you're you're locking your Rome, you're earning NFTs from the battle, um, and we 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 weren't. I wouldn't say we were rushing that out, right? But we saw it as a way to like you know ship as we go. Um, from that Twitter thread, you can kind of get a, a clearer view of where we're going on a, on a medium to long term, um, and and we really want to ship these battles alongside these massive updates um, to Warmap V2, and we're we're targeting you know late Jan, early Feb. Um, to start really getting going on that. Um, and so just going down the list of all of the super ambitious stuff that we're um, trying to ship by then, it's A, Warmap V2, um, which you can see from that Twitter thread, right? It's this, um, you know, this massive update to the Warmap, right? Where it's now, there's many buildings on it, many interactions, um, you know, and, and getting people started with understanding how the gamify aspects work. Um, the battles, right? Our contract is built for being able to house multiple battles at once. 
um, which is a really, really cool mechanic. Um, so you can kind of just set on the contract the ID of the individual battle, the length of the battle, and then over time, um, you know, according to probabilities, we just roll randomness and people earn their spoils, um, you know, throughout the course of the battle. Um, and we can turn battles off and on depending on how the houses vote to take, you know, activities within um, within the the campaign one quest lines, right? So we might say, hey, um, we see that there's troops concentrated in this area. We want to attack this because this is what we're ready uh, ready with in terms of the capabilities of our army. So, you know, we can host multiple battles and, and kind of allocate and coordinate troops accordingly. Um, the other one is getting these bond and stake modals as clickable from the map um, and, and really just turning away entirely from the you know, the the concept that this is an ohm fork, which it's very clearly not, right? This is gamify with um, bonding and, you know, a, a rebasing token as the underlying currency. But, um, you know, that's just a very small portion of, of, of what we're building here, right? Um, and so those modals as just another clickable piece from the map and from the in-game experience, right? Where you'll, um, similar to the conscription that you're familiar with, these are just, you know, individual scenes and modals that you zoom into, um, as you take those actions, um, you can see the toolbar and profile, right? These are the, uh, you know, from that from that reference image, these are the places where you'll see all your quick actions, right? Your stake and bond on the bottom, um, all the items you've collected and the ones you have equipped, um, you know, all the different pieces, you know, of this game that you're going to want to want to take activities in, right? Very soon, the professions, right, between blacksmith and um, and, and the mining and the woodcutting. Um, you know, the the bridge that you see on the map, right? That'll pop up um, and you'll be able to quickly access the bridges you want to you get to, right? The um, Another map feature that we'll be providing for our Launchpad partners, which we're starting in like a week or two, um, is their integration into the map, right? So you can imagine we'll be doing bonds as a service for, um, they'll be integrated straight into the map, um, which they're super excited about, right? So you can, uh, you can think that maybe a user or a player you know, wants to really partake in a battle, but they don't want to sell their mover, for example, right? Maybe they lend their mover, um, they borrow a stable, they use that stable inside of our NFT marketplace to purchase an item. You know, they use that to, you know, boost how they're participating in the battle. Um, and they do that all within the Rome DAO, uh, you know, the warm up, right? And inside of the game. Um, and, and, you know, as they earn spoils, right, and they earn in the game, maybe they use those earnings to pay off their loan, right, all inside of, you know, the, our war map, right? So the idea is that Moon River folks really shouldn't need to leave the war map for most of their focus activities. Um, you know, as we turn this into the gaming chain, and it becomes real clear to people that that's what these individual protocols are servicing, um, will really be the central hub that people are interested in going to because there's tons of players that are interested in the game, all the protocols they need to service, gamify, or within the game. Um, and then our analytics page, you know, as the, um, uh, once those merges or those changes, excuse me, get merged um, and, and the nodes update, we'll be able to start, you know, getting proper analytics. And, and to be honest, what's most interesting or what should be most interesting as a DAO is not necessarily, oh, what's the backing? And oh, what's the, you know, what are all these really, you know, concentrated things that are maybe more important to hardcore reserve currencies? What becomes more interesting, um, at least to me, and I would assume the broader DAO, is how many people are playing the game, right? What is the token supply mechanic as people are, you know, playing the game and, and supplies being taken out of circulation versus, um, versus the APYs degrading over time, right? What is that? you know, what does that supply dynamic look like, right? That becomes a little bit more interesting versus just, you know, what's the backing and why aren't we pumping treasury, right? Um, you know, and in line with these changes, we also are, are going to switch the domain, right, to um, to a .gg ending versus a .finance ending so that people, um, you know, and we'll leave that behind, right? So the current, you know, legacy UI, once we ship, will remain. Um, you know, a lot of mobile users maybe will prefer to use that um, but then also, uh, you know, kind of the the more plebeians who who don't understand gamify and they're going to need some convincing, they can mistake from the UI that they're used to. Um, and then also, you know, as we as we move into these battles, getting our our NFTs up, which um, we'll be using ERC seven twenty one for the time being, because um, Remark is a you know just a little bit of ways from being ready, and then we can transfer over those seven twenty ones to the Remark standard um, once it's ready. But in the meantime, we're really, really keen on starting to get 
um, some of the some of the early spoils and the Gen One NFTs um, into people's hands. Um, yeah, and then I you know I know Console's working on some onboarding stuff and some homepage stuff as well. That should be huge to that. But uh, but yeah, I, I figure now is maybe a good time. Um, Ignatius, if you want to uh, talk about you know kind of some of the updates and why I you know I, maybe I'll I'll toss you some questions. I think a good start is how are we able to host a game like this in the browser smoothly and and what are the limitations of doing so? Yes, perfect question. <laughs> um, waiting for that. Um, yeah, so first of all, we're using a lot of different technologies to to make something like this happen, and I think we're we're going um, sort of like a, a different way than most um, gaming projects because most gaming projects, uh, you know, they rely on Unity, they rely on um, tools for just for gaming, but um, they're not really um, streamlined for the browser. And so what we're using is FreeJS and React Free Fiber. And we're trying to um, create a really, really cool gaming experience in the browser. Because the, the problem with most um, gaming projects, in my opinion, right now is that um, it's really hard to onboard people. Because first of all, you <laughs> need to build the game first, um, which takes which takes some time. Um, if you do that with Unity, then you have to go through all of these different build steps. You have to upload that to a website, then you have to have some sort of um, like um, yeah, downloading function that downloads it into the browser. Then you have to um, export it for WebGL. And then the biggest problem is that you have to um, if you want to have some front-end elements like modals or um, some buttons or MetaMask connections, then you need to use a very, very um, sloppy API um, that Unity provides. And um, it's, it's basically impossible to build um, browser-based um, games like this. And um, the, the biggest issue is that you cannot really onboard a lot of users. And that's what I think we're, we're trying to do. We're trying to build something that um, connect uh, all of uh, Otsama together uh, on one um, chain or maybe multiple chains in the future in, inside one really, really cool game that anyone can use in the browser just by going to a, to a URL and um, looking at it, just connecting MetaMask, and then you can just yeah, play the game, get some NFTs, um, bond here, stake there, and um, yeah, also have that mobile ready without any downloading whatsoever. And I think that's going to be yeah, one of the most important things for going into 2022. What are what are kind of the limitations, I guess, from a a rendering perspective in the browser? Like, I know that the conscription is really really dope, right? Like, we're we're really really able to create something that's a smooth experience where where users are. Are getting really high quality graphics but what's kind of the limitation as you start adding more and more objects to the map yeah so the, the difficulty is that you need to um, optimize for performance a lot uh, in the browser because there's yeah there's um uh, not saying that the tools are limited you just need to be uh, aware of the constraints uh, in the browser uh, so that's why you have to for example export some some uh, 3d models uh, in a specific way um, and then load them in in a specific way and stuff like that. And um, it's like U Unity, for example, allows you to um, basically not care about that at all. I mean, you have to uh, be aware of the constraints here and there, but most of all, it, it just works. In a browser, it's much more um, manual, the performance optimizations. And um, yeah, that's why we, we are really trying to streamline the process of um, generating assets, generating 3D assets, then um, having a really cool pipeline of how we can load them into the browser and uh, make them clickable and stuff like that. And we're, we're in the middle of, um, yeah, really streamlining that process and um, making it so that basically we can build stuff very, very fast and very performant. What do you think about like, uh, from an open source perspective, a lot of that tooling, um, do you think there's ways that we're pushing boundaries that we can help other folks and maybe offer some of the stuff we build um, to them? Yes, definitely. It's, my, it's one of my favorite topics to, to talk about actually, open source, because there's, I think like Web3 is very um, 
very special because it's um, everyone needs to work together in order to to grow it together. And open source is is very much the same. Everyone is yeah needs to work together to build something really cool. You, you, like um, software is getting to a point where it's just too complicated to build really really great software alone. Um, at some point, um, if you are the sole contributor, you need to open source this, open source it, and um, yeah, um, get some other contributors on board to to make this better. And I think Rome um, and um, the, the team um, in Sympronia is doing a very, very good job at um, building open source tooling and also um, improving open source tooling. For example, like um, there's a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of um, things that you that um, can still be done with TypeScript, for example, um, and uh, regarding uh, yeah um, Ethereum because um, Right now, it's very hard to, for example, um, generate a type from an ABI. And ideally, in uh, when you code, you want to um, have auto completion. You want to have all of these different tools that you can see uh, what is going on. Uh, but um, for for the most part, these tools like they they exist in a way, but they're like there's still a ton of uh, improvement that. Um, that can that can be done, and uh, I think at Rome we're like we're using so many different uh, open source tools like um, Eve SDK um, for, for generating or, or Type Chain for generating uh, TypeScript types from ABIs. Uh, that we're using a custom use contract hook where you can very easily um, use contracts. Um, then, for example, today or and yesterday, if uh, I spoke to uh, someone from Uniswap uh, who who's creating a really really cool library for um, connecting MetaMask. Uh, it's called Web Free React. Really, really cool library. Uh, if you want to look uh, into that, they're launching a new version. And you know, Rome is Rome is really trying to um, improve and grow the whole uh, Web Free ecosystem. And we, we can really only do that together um, by uh, yeah contributing to open source code. In my opinion. Cool. Awesome. Uh, do you have any any other last thoughts uh, for for folks? Um, otherwise, we can maybe start. Uh, we can switch over to policy and then do the house by house updates. Yeah, sure. I have one last thought, uh, and that is about development experience. <laughs> That's also one of my um, favorite um, uh, topics to talk about. Um, the, I think the reason why uh, at Rome um, developing happens so fast and um, like it, it, it's a very I think we have a very, very nice code base and um, people um, in Symprona, they are very focused on creating the best development experience possible because developers are in a way like, like users. You want to have the best user experience for users. So you want to build the best game possible. But um, how can you build the best game possible? Uh, that is by providing the best development experience to developers um, who actually build this game. And the better this development experience is, um, and you can improve that by, for example, using um, uh, vetted open source uh, tooling um, or yeah, some some very nice um, like yeah paradigms uh, that you can use. And um, I think it's very important because once you have a very nice code base, it's very easy to to add features to the code base and to improve the code base. And it's a little bit um, has a little bit like um, similar to staking because it has compounding effects. The better your um, development experience gets, the better your tooling gets, um, the more um, new people can jump in immediately see, okay, what is going on. Um, the more existing team members can, can improve on stuff and it, it really compounds. You can really see that um, as you move forward. And I think it's really, <laughs> if you're, if you're a parachain team, if, if there's anyone from a parachain team, listening or from another uh, like um, project uh, in Web3, um, I can highly recommend um, really focusing on development experience and uh, making sure that your um, team and developers can really build the dopest product possible. That's it. Well, that was awesome. Uh, maybe we, we switch over now, idealistic. I think um, in particular, people have had some questions about the geom bonds and how the the impact of you know essentially we turned them on kind of at the perfect time because we started to um, kind of average down uh, where we were accumulating uh, geom. So maybe if you if you touch on what we've done so far and 
um, the growth of the treasury in, in relation to that. That'd be cool. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, um, as far as geom bonds, you know, we've been talking since before launch about our desire to build, you know, a decent chunk of our treasury in geom. Uh, and that was for two reasons. One was because we have, you know, a lot of long-term belief in the vision of Olympus as a reserve currency for crypto. And, and the second is because we want to accumulate geom so that we can, you know, set up the uh, Rome-paired geom pool on Moon River uh, and take advantage of uh, Proteus, which is the Olympus initiative that uh, rewards additional geom to folks who are actually providing liquidity on uh, on key chains um so yeah so we took that first step in that process by launching the geom bonds uh on january 6th um and as we mentioned you know we want to uh, accumulate uh, geom fairly quickly uh and to that end we've you know added almost over a million dollars in geom over the past six days which is you know a fantastic start um we're we're currently allocating about uh, 20% capacity each to Geom and Frax, uh, remaining, you know, 60% to liquidity. And we'll continue monitoring these allocations and, and things like how much uh, Geom has been bridged over uh, and actually exists on Moon River. And we'll keep tuning things as we go. Um, and I don't want to get into too much price discussion here, but, you know, the interesting thing is that we've essentially been uh, dollar cost averaging into Geom. Uh, which uh, I personally think uh, results in us getting some pretty amazing uh, deals, um, but you know only only time will tell on that front. Um, uh, you know, and and because of the relative prices between Geom and uh, and Olympus, you know, on on certain days when when Geom crashed uh, pretty hard, uh, the folks who were bonding Geom for Rome uh, had to pay you know a significant amount more. Geom to to obtain the same amount of ROM on those days, and um, as a result, you know, as as things level out and uh, recover from there, we, you know, we accumulated uh, more Geom, perhaps even than uh, than we were expecting, which is which is also you know which is also fantastic from our view. Um, that you know, the, so Geom bonds are one thing. The other thing that's happened since our last Senate meeting, obviously, is that we, you know, during our last Senate meeting, we we previewed and and Vero mentioned this, uh, the rate reduction framework, and uh, you know, we posted the article, we we put forth the policy proposal uh, as Rome Improvement Proposal Number Three, and we had some great discussion on the forums in the Discord, uh, and it was an innovation on the Olympus model, uh, somewhat in that it required. You know some supply modeling, uh, but you know we found the reaction to be incredibly positive, uh, despite it being uh, different. Uh, and ultimately, the vote was you know the framework was put to a vote uh, through snapshot, and it was passed with over 99% you know voting and approval. Uh, and with that, you know we've as 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 uh, as Vera mentioned, we've entered kind of the next era of Rome, uh, and the reward rates have already started reducing a little bit every epic. Uh, and it may be difficult for you guys to notice it because, you know, they're happening in such small increments and also because, you know, there's some variability in the percentage of people staked. But, you know, over the course of six to seven months, you know, these staking rewards will dec decline roughly, you know, uh, from 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 roughly the 9.9 percent five five day yield to to, to the 3.3 percent five day yield. And, you know, we're pretty excited to advance to that st next stage with with overall supply and inflation decreasing, you know, that mitigates a significant source of downward pressure uh, on the price per token. And, you know, you're all probably pretty familiar with the effect of Bitcoin having events and also Olympus kind of rate reduction events. But, uh, you know, past past performance is not indicative of future results, but it's hard not to feel bullish about that. Uh, you know, the other positive is seeing that the community is smart enough to understand the benefits too and vote so overwhelmingly in favor of the framework, uh, which gives us a lot of confidence going forward. Uh, but yeah, overall, you know, we're, we're doing fantastic from a treasury perspective, despite, you know, recent marking conditions. We've got close to $40 million in treasury. We've got healthy liquidity with almost uh, $22 million in liquidity, which works out to close to a 13% liquidity to market cap ratio. And, you know, we think we're in a extremely healthy spot heading into this kind of next era of Rome. Uh, and you know, couldn't be more optimistic, honestly. I think uh, one thing that might be cool to start getting the DAO um, at least aware of, um, and then you know, after this discussion, we start getting more people talking about it in the policy chat, and maybe even in a in a in a forum discussion pretty soon. Is this idea of moving away from APY as the 
the gleaming, you know, metric that everyone looks at towards five day rate. Could you explain why that's interesting and and why and why you would argue we should move towards that? Yeah, especially with our um, rate reduction proposal, the APY is even less relevant, right? Because um, because it's a it's it's calculated assuming the same rate for a full year, um, and uh, and we just passed a proposal that. Uh, explicitly acknowledges that the rate is going to go down uh, with every epoch uh, slightly. So the APY is just, uh, you know, even more so than with Olympus and with others, it's going to be even less relevant or accurate uh, going forward. So uh, five days, at least much closer, and we can we can try to model um, what the actual five day is with, um, with uh, you know, uh, epoch by epoch reductions. That's actually uh, doable, and we could do it for the yearly one as well. But um, but we think you know it's it's better for the community to focus on uh, the short term. It's you know the, the community can also always vote on different different uh, rate reductions in six months, in nine months, whatever. Uh, it's a DAO. We have the ability to do that, um, and so focusing on anything in crypto one year out is kind of a is kind of a, a fool's game. So uh, I think uh, shifting the focus over to the the five day is is um, is ideal. I think we've had. Um, you know, some some uh, we're, we're working on, and Cosmo has actually drafted uh, something to put out, um, and you know we're looking to put out some 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 materials that uh, help educate the community uh, on that front, and we'll we'll uh, uh, we'll get that out, and uh, hopefully, uh, it, just as with the rate reduction proposal, you know, people understand the, the logic behind it. Uh, you know, we we trust folks are folks are smart enough to understand the reasoning, uh, but uh, but yeah. That's that's kind of the short of that. Cool. Tiffany, it, uh, it final doesn't mean by the way that yeah, it doesn't mean by the way that we'll completely remove APY from from the from the websites. Um, you know, we we would like to shift uh, shift it uh, over time to be de-emphasized. Uh, but uh, uh, but yeah, I think I think the. The more and more we can shift to to, to five day um, and shorter periods, which are actually rep representative um, of rewards, the better. Um, and yeah, as far as as far as final thoughts, you know, I think I think uh, as I mentioned, I think we're 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 in a fantastic place um, from uh, treasury and policy perspective. I think uh, I think we'll we'll continue to uh, monitor things from a bonding perspective and and make tweaks, and uh, those will be uh, announced to the community so that they're aware of them. Awesome. Um, I think maybe now we just move on to the house by house updates. Um, I, maybe I can stand in for grapes uh, this week. I know Sextus and uh, some of their other uh, folks managed to get sick, so they're not with us this week, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I'll go ahead and stand in for them. So you know, chiefly on the on the side of their grape token, right, which they've been uh, you know actively building, and I know they they had some contract work done for. Um, you know, I, I was talking with them a lot on how to build it as a more sustainable, um, you know, uh, in-game resource that makes a lot more sense within the economy, um, and that we're really thoughtful about tokenomics on. Um, and so, what that means is that we'll, you know, maybe early Feb, um, alongside these uh, these war map updates, the the grape token gets launched once the vineyards are in the map, right? And so, this would mean that you know on the the appropriate interval, um, you know, and after the amount of the number of blocks that they set, then users will be able to start harvesting their grape, right? And then um, an X amount of grape will re will require be required to you know crush those grapes and create your wine NFT, which could um, impact a stat like luck, right? Very minorly, but um, yeah. So that's that's kind of one of the the more important things from that. And then the other one is they um, they were talking about setting up a proposal to more, more formalize how the houses. Um, how how compensation structures are set up outside of just the core development team, um, and in particular, um, I, you know, I think a grant structure makes a lot of sense, right? Where the the core uh, engineering teams um, who are continuously shipping are on, you know, set set payment schedules versus, um, you know, as other side projects are created, a, a grant program is appropriate where um, a house budgets the the project they want to work on. Um, and then, you know, they get their initial money required to, to get it started. And then as they reach milestones, um, they get paid for that. Right. I think that that probably makes a lot of sense, especially as we think about side projects. I know there were, there's a few, um, 
potential grants floating around the community. One is for a, um, a Coliseum style game um, using the NFTs you've earned uh, that you've earned inside of uh, Rome campaigns for this Coliseum, this PVP style. Um, another one was for um, building basically the Ethereum name service of uh, Moon River. Um, and so these are both super interesting proposals and, and anything like that that would get authorized for funding from the from the war chest would require um, you know a forum vote uh, or excuse me a forum discussion followed by a snapshot vote before any any funds are allocated because we you know we passed I believe it was um, RIP 02, uh, 002, which was um, for the ongoing budget, which is um, you know r roughly a hundred thousand um, paid in Rome each month to the to the core engineering team. And then outside of that, if, uh, if the community finds individual side projects um, compelling, then they can uh, structure grants appropriately. Um, yeah. So uh, if anyone from Grapes had any other additions, feel free to feel free to just shoot a DM or be happy to. I see Tiberius, you unmuted. I, yeah, I just wanted to add. Um, also, whenever the bond partners are announced. Uh, Grape will be holding an AMA fireside chat type thing. Yes. So either it'll be either on Twitter spaces or our server on Discord. Um, if you have any questions, you can DM me or sext this or basically anybody in Grapes and uh, get it going. Cool. Very exciting. Yeah. And I think those AMAs are going to be a lot of fun, especially with our um our one upcoming partner which is a lending platform and i think that's maybe one of the most important releases that will happen on moon river is getting yes, a, cool. a yeah very blue chip uh lending platform and, and their background and what they've built in the past will uh i think it'll be exciting <laughs> so that'll that'll be a lot of fun and then integrating them into the war map and starting to talk about how they fit into moon river it's gonna be very cool so um awesome maybe we uh we can throw it over to uh to house of chaos yeah, sure. Sounds good. Um, hello, everybody. Thanks for being here. I'm Blinken, uh, representative from House Chaos. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we are the Sherpas of Dot Sama and Romdal. Uh, we are those that help bring people in and foster community via welcoming demeanor and an abundance of knowledge that is freely shared and given. <clears throat> Excuse me. We endeavor to leverage this philosophy in an effort to help users take their first step into Dotsama and the Rome Dow family. And we also just get a lot of things done. Um, as far as our accomplishments, uh, uh, excuse me, accomplishments as of late, uh, House of Chaos hosted our first AMA a few days ago and a noticeable recruitment response ensued. Uh, we've got the highest conscription numbers. We have uh, an alliance and partnership with Donnie and Munsama and with House of Grapes, uh, collaborations with uh, Remark and Bruno. Uh, we help transition Rome off of Web 2 exclusively and onto Web 3 with SubSocial. Um, <clears throat> we uh, cooperated to uh, help bring a consensus around keeping uh, mover bonds active for a longer period of time. And, uh, and also introduced uh, Varro to the idea of the medical class. Um, we scheduled an AMA with uh, Remark reps via Twitter Spaces to help the community understand what Remark is and what it can do and how that relates to RealmDAO and the overall Dotsama ecosystem. Um, I've done an interview with Shiny D Mover, uh, an influencer, and more interviews, podcasts, and videos are in the work as we speak. Um, we created a, a House of Chaos banner that will go out um, uh, to, uh, to uh, you know, early contributors and uh, founding members will get a discount and it'll, it'll be on sale for, for everybody if, if they're interested. Um, and then as far as our goals, um, we're, uh, we're coordinating with a few community members, a couple of which have uh, extensive experience to create an efficient data dissemination standard such that our council reps, mods, and community members, and possibly you know, um, wider community members, in including all houses, uh, will be able to easily access anything that needs to be done, everything that has been done, and tasks that are still being worked on and may require more help. Uh, in addition to posts to various social media, uh, media networking contacts and upcoming events. 
Um, we want to further develop our medical class idea by passing house approval and submitting a formal proposal to Romedal proper after we've uh, done some formatting. And uh, uh, we will always work with the with, with uh, work on community interaction, um, education, and onboarding. We will always seek out ways to innovate in the NFT space regarding recruitment of talent and volunteers. And we will always brainstorm and cooperate to find methods of benefiting RomeDAO. Um, and then uh, circling back real quick, um, the uh, the collaboration with House of Grapes is is going to be really really awesome uh, in terms of uh, the the wine bottles and labels and stuff like that. It's I've I've had some sneak peeks and it's it's really cool. Um, and other than that. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, I'll pass it on to uh, to whoever else wants to speak. Awesome, spectacular! It's <laughs> like last time, uh, making making the rest of us look bad. Um, yeah, yeah, moving on. I think uh, let, let's let's pass it right over to uh, the House of Kings and Ghostwriter. Sounds good. Thanks for that, Blinken. Um, we have uh, the Ape of North Street filling in this week for KBL, so please give him a welcome. Um, in terms of our other active roles, we've brought on uh, one other orator. Uh, shit is big time. He should be in the audience. Um, we've also equipped our Twitter with two full-time uh, roles. We have Captain TK13 and also shit is big time again. Um, in terms of YouTube, we have Magnus Suave in the audience. He's handling all of the official Rome uh, YouTube recordings for Senate meetings uh, and other AMAs that we'll be hosting. <clears throat> also in uh, LinkedIn, we've brought on one full-time member, uh, Equality, in addition to three or four other members that are handling activity and engaging with um, people on that platform. Uh, in terms of our Twitter, we have a skateboard deck giveaway that went live today. Um, that is running all throughout the 16th of January. Um, you can participate um, by hopping into our Discord. Um, yeah. LinkedIn alluded to this, but we uh, participated in the House of Chaos Twitter Spaces on the 10th of January. Uh, House of Kings also hosted a Twitter Spaces back on the 6th of January. <clears throat> yeah, working down here, um, we were added to the House's UI back on December 31st. Um, so we officially went live. Uh, at that point, we rolled out a short video just to kind of announce to the community that they can now join our house through the uh, official Rome UI. And uh, I want to just make a note in terms of, of general Twitter activity from, you know, each member of the community. Um, I was looking through some analytics just on <clears throat> my personal activity and uh, total impressions for Rome tweets just for me have, have been over 100,000 for the past 30 days. So I, I don't want to undermine um, just how much activity and, and notice that we can drive back to Rome just by highlighting, you know, all the amazing things that the dev team is doing. In terms of social media, um, our Rome Dow YouTube is officially live. Uh, we posted the first Senate meeting recording today. Um, so that's live for everybody that missed the first one to view. We also prepared a, uh, a short trailer video for the first campaign. Um, that's gonna be used uh, potentially on the Rome Twitter. Um, everybody is, is reviewing that here on our reps channel. And then in terms of NFTs and merch, um, conversations are ongoing with the other houses in terms of how we're gonna structure the, uh, the house NFTs. There's just um, you know some questions around the incentives uh, for holding the NFTs themselves. Um, we're looking closely at a concept that Time Frogs uh, implemented in terms of how they're doing um, weekly time giveaways to holders of those NFTs. So we're, we're just making sure that there's utility behind um, whatever house NFTs ultimately get produced. Um, and we're continuing to push forward, you know, all the designs for those NFTs. Uh, we also have a House of Kings uh, campaign one banner that is still live. Um, you can find that collection on Singular. And if you have any questions, go ahead and reach out to uh, any of us in our house Discord. And we've also submitted our three merch designs um, and content contents that are needed for uh, what's going to be a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, and sweatpants. 
Um, and the general consensus from the community is is that is the uh, combination that everybody's going to abide by. Um, so yeah, we're moving that discussion along as well. And then potential partnerships. Uh, I hopped on a call with the team from Zenlink about potentially offering their bonds. Uh, Vera was on that call, but it's uh, probably not something that we're going to pursue in the short term. Um, but nonetheless, very cool to to see what they're working on. So that is uh, that is it from our side. Appreciate everybody's time and and thank you for being here. Awesome, too cool. So much going on. Uh, maybe we pass it on now to uh, to Russell Crow and Ill from House of Keck. Yeah, what's up, guys? So House of Keck here. Um, so yeah, first thing first. Um, we're actually hosting a merch design contest, which is probably going to be ending this weekend, and we're going to get that start rolling up. And we also have um, a lot of Twitter spaces that's going to happen on in the next week or two. And hopefully we'll have a special guest coming in. Uh, we're still in the works with that. And then actually after this meeting, I'm also going to meet with the Olympus Odyssey core team. And we're thinking of if possibly if all the houses could do a collaboration with an NFT. So I'll, I'll be throwing the proposal there if eventually when we do discuss with them. And the next thing, uh, most importantly, is, yeah, we're, we're trying to start this war campaign. So we're actually going to just start meme warring with all the other houses just so we could get more marketing and more exposure to Rome. And yeah, that's about it for me. And I know JDP got more, much more to say. So fellas, how you guys doing? Um, yeah, so Il said a little bit of what he knows what I'm, he knows they're doing. And so I guess what we're doing also at House of the Keck is uh, I've been working with a couple people trying to get Ave to Moon River. So, I mean, it's going to be an arduous process. But we started doing that, been looking through all the paperwork and stuff we got to do, and that'll start moving soon. And also, Sisu finished the UI, so he'll have to get with you at Sempronia. But basically, that's what we've been doing at House of Keck, just trying to add utility to Rome. And I also want to say that being part of policy on Rome has been great, and I really like all the hard work that all you guys have been doing on the policy members of all the houses. Awesome. Great updates. Super cool. That Adave one's going to be super interesting. I think um yeah, I, I guess the 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 structure is that you you go through um Ave governance to get that done or is, is that that's yeah, how so, that works? Yep. Yeah, so we got to go through their governance. We're doing like this little it's like a little um like overview of what we want to do. And then they'll be like, all right, cool. Then we put in the actual uh, proposal and then we got to see what people we can vote for. I guess, see if we could get some people here who have uh, any Ave influence, get us to vote there. And maybe some people from Ohm or Temple or any anywhere else we know. And that's it. And then I guess we do a proposal here too saying, and maybe we could jump on their their bandwagon when they come through. Awesome, very cool. Uh, I guess swinging it over uh, console with uh, with Aurelius and uh, and crew. In true Marcus Aurelius fashion, not transmitting for the second Senate meeting in a row. <laughs> I don't know if he has to leave and come back or not. <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll wait for him. I know he wants to speak this time. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, there he goes. <laughs> cool. In the meantime, I guess maybe we can do, um, we can toss it over to the, uh, the new folks over from Munsama, maybe, uh, you know, an intro to who you are, um, you know, what your goals are in Rome and how you're going to contribute. Welcome. Correct. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. Uh, my name is Panopticus, Pano for short. I am one of the two uh, representatives from House of Moonsama, proudly uh, repping our house. Uh, on behalf of our house leader, uh, Donnie, of the infamous <coughs> Bag Hunters uh, fame. So we might be new uh, to the Dow, but our community has a history that goes back, you know, several years. A bunch of degenerates, bag hunters who have been forming community, a long-term bag holding, and perfecting the art of edu-shilling. 
So shilling our bags, but uh, through long-term holds by educating the community about it. We are a diverse community that is filled with uh, content creators, uh, influencers, and as uh, Keck found out last night, uh, some very talented memesters. So, you know, fuck around, you're going to find out. But that's all in love, you know, all is fair in love and war. As long as we are promoting Rome and getting uh, extra attention. So we have a bit of a history. Uh, Donnie and his team of developers in Amusama brought out the first generative uh, NFT on uh, the Moon River network. And with that, have developed it into uh, porting it into Minecraft and uh, tokenizing uh, Minecraft resources so you can actually with your Moonsama or a VIP ticket, take place in uh, you know weekly events that you can actually earn resources that you can turn around and sell for a mover. Uh, with that, uh, we are looking to, in the long term, begin to develop that even further and begin to build a Rome verse. Now, the details of all of that will be revealed soon. We are just within about a week and a half of working together uh, as a house specifically for the DAO. But uh, stay tuned. We will be hosting AMAs. We will be uh, stopping by and visiting all the other AMAs as well. But to get into a little bit of the specifics of what we are doing, uh, I'd like to turn it over and introduce Pepper, uh, who has some of the details of the plans of what you can expect coming from the House of Moonsama. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm pretty sure you might have heard of me by now. I've uh, been on a few of the um, other House's AMAs. Uh, I'm Pepper. And um, I am holding the reins whilst uh, Donny polishes off some of the remaining business on Munsama before uh, turning his full attention to Rome, uh, Rome Dao and the Rome verse. So um, as Pano was saying, uh, I'll get into some of the details. Um, we're still building initial structures and designs for the Rome verse um, and within the Minecraft Kusama verse that we own and utilize. Um, this is really labor and time intensive um, and it's a it's a long process, but the results are looking phenomenal as we're seeing. Um, there have been some snapshots um, and video teasers already produced on YouTube and Twitter. Uh, buildings at the moment, we have uh, completed the Coliseum um, mainly uh, with a few finishing details to go on. Uh, the Roman Senate or Forum is um, being constructed, which would be a good visual indicator for meetings like this, just, just for a bit more fun, really. And um, we have started um, paying attention to building a Circus Maximus, um, which would be great for horse riding, jousting events and things like that. Um, moving on to marketing, um, we have a few initial designs for APRO items such as hoodies, tees and polos, but um, we want to make sure that we're covering all bases and all um, backgrounds of society. So we've actually asked um, some of the Women in Crypto co-founders, Tess and Ruri, to work on female-friendly designs as well to bring in that greater audience and to make sure that we're not just going to be a male-dominated environment. Um, they're also looking at doing a Cleopatra-styled marketing brand um, for, to bring in more women. Um, obviously, Cleopatra was an um, incredible historic figure that tied into the, um, to the Roman Empire and history. Um, PR as well, um, as panel uh, put in, we have responded to a feud with House of Kek, and we love it. Its controversy brings in viewers, and it's a good way to get um, focus brought in to the Rome DAO system. Uh, lore and story building. Uh, I mean, our main leadership now have updated their biographies and everything that uh, that we have come from. Uh, the Munsama profile pictures have been updated uh, with Roman style apparel. Um, I hope you like them. And that's uh, where we are with that to represent that. Events, um, we are planning gladiator battles and utilizing the infrastructure we're building in the Minecraft Kusama verse. Um, so the gladiator battles um, typical Colosseum events, whether it's um, player versus environment things and even the jousting uh, horse um, drawn sort of combat that you would see uh, in a normal Circus Maximus back in the day. Um, Bolt-ons to that as well as it would be great for YouTube, Twitch coverage. We can even have um, people um, 
talking you through and um, giving you like spectators feedback of what's going on and what dynamics could be like um, items that are specifically designed to specific gladiators, which could be things in discussion that we haven't quite nailed the detailing on yet is um, Rome sits in access to Chrysamiverse and how it's feasible to do this um, without making it overly expensive and allowing easy funding and accessibility into everyone within Rome DAO. Um, we do have an internal meeting uh, scheduled for Saturday coming where we're going to na uh, narrow down the finer details and hopefully from that we will then be able to uh, publish the emerging details following that in um, AMAs, um, which will be announced uh, further. Thank you. Too cool. Yeah, I think I think um, you know as we we're building out, you know, the view of Rome and its you know its grand strategy RPG, it was always blatantly obvious. And I think Jaffe is someone who um, who has always kept this back of mind that metaverse experiences are are pretty obvious. Um, that you know as you're taking part in the battles and the campaigns that there's you know, experiences where you can use the the NFTs that you've earned within Rome, right? To um, whether it's you know, as as Pepper said, being take you know taking part in these Senate meetings, you know, as, as your as your Roman character um, in the metaverse, or you know, in these jousting battles or these different um, these different competitions where you'll be you know you can integrate directly with the 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 Rome NFTs to you know use those and gain advantages based on what you've earned. Um, so very cool. Awesome. Love to hear it. Uh, welcome to the community. Uh, maybe now we can uh, toss it right on over to console. See if uh, see if Aurelius's mic is working now. <laughs> Testing. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. I think he's rugged again. So I'll just <laughs> uh, I'll rip it for us. Cool. If that's cool. Okay, so um, we've got two main things that we're focusing on right now, um, and we've got some awesome people spearheading this in consoles. Um, one of the things that we've been talking about the most is a focus on like a homepage kind of landing page that is super educational, um, taking a little bit of you know the sense of like the DeFi Kingdoms uh, landing page. And, um, you know, that's going to have a lot of educational content, we hope, on it and kind of make it easier for people who are going there for the first time and kind of scroll through and then they enter into the dApp side. So that's that's one of our biggest projects, um, as well as like another onboarding page on top of that, um, which will feature some in-house media that we're doing. We're working on you know, a lot of video content at the moment and getting that set up, um, onboarding as well as some creative media. Um, and we've also got something in the works for like a bi-weekly or monthly note on Rome metrics, which we think is going to be important. Um, we're not sure on like the, if we're going to do it bi-weekly or monthly at the moment, but we've got somebody compiling most of that data. Um, and then lastly, one of the announcements for the community is that we're going to be opening up our public Discord probably by the end of the week at the latest. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter for the announcement and when that's going to be opened up. And we're going to have a lot of opportunities for kind of advancement inside there and uh, getting some more people involved. So we're really excited about it. Hey, Marcus, to that point, that was something that I forgot to mention. Uh, I actually posted an org chart in the Rome Discord, um, so all the reps can fill in their house's um, respected positions. Uh, I think that'd be a really cool feature for the UI, just so um, you know everybody can see who has an active role within each house, and it also adds a bit of social capital to everybody that holds a role. I think I that think, sounds great. Yeah, one of our devs is, uh, who's finishing up some work on Launchpad um is going to have he's freeing up some time and that's one of the things that he's really interested in is like um on the map there will be like a government style building and you'll click it and then the modal will pop up which will be um you know kind of a house by house view right so you'll see it'll basically like a book almost where you just can turn the pages um and on each one right you might at the top say like 
you know, House of Sempronia and underneath it, their voting style, right? The specific house uses quadratic voting or whatever, right? And then the individual proposals that are specific to their house, right? Rather than, um, you know, as well as, you know, the broader DAO votes, but then also having this house specific voting where the, um, the, the individual houses can set up their own snapshots, just use the snapshot API and then do all that voting within the app, I think is going to be super, super cool. Um, and then having that yeah. org chart and, and that structure inside that same page, I think makes a lot of sense. Yeah, awesome. And uh, one other point here, if anybody needs access to the house NFTs or house merch uh, channel, feel free to ping me and I'll get you added. Hey guys, can you hear me? And now we can. Yeah. <laughs> what there the hell? Is. I don't get it. I don't hey get um, I don't know if Karu, because I, I exited and came back, but I don't know if Karu mentioned this about the, um, the homepage. So I know you mentioned that, but um, we have our guy, um, Sam, already on it pretty much around the clock, and um, we should have something, or at least he tells me we should have something by um, end of week, which will then shoot over to um, the design folks over in Sempronia just to, for them to get eyes on it and make suggestions and we can go back and make some edits and hopefully it, it, it'll all be live by next week sometime. I don't want to give an exact date because we know how that goes, but um, I just thought I'd add that. I think that for people that are wondering why that's important. So, you know, as we, as we shift over to the normal landing for users being the game rather than, you know, individual pages where it's p things people are used to, um, it's important that we have these onboarding flows, right? Where the, the normal user you know, that they shouldn't just land straight into RomeDAO.gg, right? Because they're going to they're gonna be like, wow, this is super cool, right? Like, look at these graphics. Look at all the things I can click and do and, and play with. But like after 10 minutes of flailing around and being confused, they're going to leave and bounce, right? And that's a, a user lost. So, um, so the onboarding flows and the homepage and these things that um, walk the user through what it means um, to play the game and be involved in, in Gamify. Um, is super, super important. Um, so I think this effort by console is, is awesome. You know, Sempronia is just uh, very, very around the clock focused on, you know, getting the gaming where it needs to be. Um, so, you know, when houses step up and do awesome stuff like that, it's massive, right? So we don't have to wait, uh, you know, move any dev resources to something that isn't, you know, the core experience. So it's awesome. Yeah, and, and building on that, I think, you know, we'll we'll put it out to the representatives and get everybody's input on it. Make sure we're not missing anything. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be super helpful. Cool. Um, you know, I, I think maybe we don't do an AMA this week, or maybe if we do, we keep it real short, right? And then we can do an AMA tomorrow, um, where I myself and some other folks will be there for a couple of hours to just uh, just jam on ideas with the community because there's a lot to chew on. We talked about a lot here, so. Uh, maybe just some, you know, a quick five to 10 minutes. If just people have any, any kind of low hanging fruit questions and we can just, uh, you know, jam really, really quick. Um, but, a, but a much longer, more involved community focused AMA where we can uh, jam together, I think will, will be cooler. Um, where's the recording going to be available? Who was handling that? How was that Kings? Uh, Ghost Rider? Yes, that's correct. We've got it covered. Awesome. Cool. So once you once you have that ready, if you can just shoot it over and then we can just pin it in general. I think that'd be awesome. Um, uh, Joel said, any update on the analytics page? Yeah, you know, uh, as soon as the nodes sync um, with the with the latest uh, latest versioning, then we can we can start getting that data. Um, you know, all of our our UI is ready to go. So once it's <laughs> once those nodes sync, we can start start getting some awesome analytics flowing through the streets of Rome. Um, in terms of uh, recording and whatnot, um, <clears throat> we've got a couple people from members of House Chaos recording as well, and uh, we're going to be concentrating on getting some good sound clips, but we will have a recording of the whole thing if uh, anybody wants that from us as well in, in, uh, in the spirit of redundancy. I think, I think maybe one last answer because it's top of mind for a lot of people. Um, the the moonbeam activity right uh, congratulations to the to the pure stake team on what looks to be a really successful start to the moonbeam network um you know it's going to take a while for the network to stabilize for protocols to be interested in in getting going um but you know we, we should as a DAO be watching carefully and we'll be supporting um there's two specific projects that are really you know blue chip projects that we'll be doing bonds as a service for or we'll be offering them their bonds and then 
um, earning, you know, our, our, our fee, uh, for their bond sales on, on Moonbeam, um, as a DAO, us, us transitioning to Moonbeam really doesn't make much sense, right? It'd just be fragmenting our liquidity. Um, and, and frankly, you know, when, when talking to a lot of, uh, engineering talent and moon river, you, you get the vibe from people that moon rivers where the action is, um, it's the more degen chain, it's the experimental chain. It's where, um, where most of the, you know, the interesting activity happens, but, you know, as a DAO, it's, you know, we need to be flexible and just pay attention to what happens. And, um, if, if an expansion makes sense, we'd be happy to do it. But I think turning moon river into a gaming chain, it, it, it should be our focus, right? And really, really doubling down on what we do well as a DAO and getting as many players into this experience um, as we possibly can as we start to roll that out should be the should be the focus. And then um, what you I think what you'll find is that as these protocols roll out and they get involved with Rome and as they're they're integrated into the war map, that you know liquidity and activity on the chain um, can kind of naturally uh, flow from there. So it's not something where uh, where it should be a rush. So um, awesome. Um, really, really enjoyed this. I think, uh, I think the Senate meetings are always super cool. Um, you know, if, if people, I think maybe one last feeler before everyone jumps out, um, you know, we do these bi-weekly, um, and I think it's very cool to see that every two weeks, there's so much new stuff going on. Um, if, if people just want to pop in the chat, like, Hey, yeah, I think bi-weekly is great. Or would you prefer like every third Wednesday, um, or every third Saturday, or like, do you prefer the bi-weekly or the every three weeks? I mean, that's kind of a. Bi-weekly, yeah. Okay, cool. We'll keep going with bi-weekly. We might change uh, the actual day, um, potentially, because some of the some of the reps uh, are in various time zones and could prefer weekends, um, just for uh, so we're not stretching people out. Because for some people, it's super late right now. But uh, thanks everyone for coming, um, and and we'll see you in two weeks for Rome. Thank you, everyone. For Rome. Cheers, thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. For Rome. Cheers.